This is Mom Squad Pod, your weekly update on tips, tricks, and all things parenting with Maureen Kyle. Dad, 
When kids start to, I've heard sass, I've heard cop and attitude with parents, but they start that back talk. Is that something natural that happens at an early age? Yeah, it happens as young as toddlers. And I mean, if you start thinking about toddlers trying to be independent and not liking limits set on them, they find all sorts of ways to deal with it. And one of it, the ways is to tease. And they will do whatever they can to make mommy feel helpless. And it's it's a natural part of becoming independent and saying independent and saying, I want to be the one in charge here. I don't like being so little and having to fit into what mommy says I have to do. And, um, and then, it, then in the three-year-old stage, it often takes another form, which is they are entering the bigger world and they're seeing other kids and they are thinking about what other kids are doing and how they compare. They're feeling kind of little still, um, but they hear other kids doing it and it looks fun, you know, or, or they're puzzled by it or they're frightened by it. And that's the challenge a mom has is to figure out where it's coming from in their particular kid at this particular moment. And, and the easiest way to do that, well, 
It's not so easy because they do that and you get mad back. And if you're busy and you want them to get on their coat and stop talking back to you or whatever they're doing, you know, you do find yourself wanting to say, stop it. You're not allowed to do that, you know, and do what I say. And um, it doesn't help. It doesn't go anywhere except to up the ante sometimes and or make the child feel really bad. And what you want to do is stop and say, where did that come from? You know, did somebody say that to you? Or do you have a question about when somebody did that? And, um, you know, and as the kids get older, the thing to watch is, is the kid feeling bossed too much? Because the older the kids and the more kids coming along, the more it's like, come on, we got to get going in the morning, get in the car, get your boots on. I told you already to get dressed and blah, blah, blah. Well, if you're a kid, that doesn't feel so good. And I, I know one little hyperactive kid whose mother found herself saying, stop climbing on the couch. It's not safe. You know, don't run through the room. You know, I told you, that, you know, and he just sort of went, Bleh, you know. <laughs> You know, and began, yeah. <laughs> you know, began to talk back to his mom. And in that case, she had to reflect on herself. What about my behavior? Am I going over the edge, you know, through no intention, but just managing the day-to-day -day things of life? How is my child experiencing me? And um, another thing to reflect on is have I been paying enough attention have I been listening um so that's that's just sort of general normal on the younger stage the older you get the more you have to older the child gets the more you have to discern what's really going on because a child can start talking back because they're angry at you or because they don't like being boss but they can also start talking back because they're feeling badly about something and they don't know how to say it and they um, want you to feel some of their pain or you or it's like a cry for help and if a child is talking about back continuously and you're feeling there's something wrong then listen to that and and really look at it because it can be also a cry for help you know I, I feel like parents might have a hard time discerning too what is um you know I'm, I'm trying to think of some of the back talk I've heard or experienced in my own house where yeah. you know if it's um hey you're not listening or or you know hey, I don't like the way you're talking to me. And then if a kid turns around and says, I don't like the way you're talking to me. I mean, is that just sort of, I'm sick of being bossed? And then how do you, what kind of words or what kind of attitude tells you that maybe it's something else that that's a little bit bigger? How do you discern that? Yeah, it's, it is hard to discern. And I mean, the, the rule of thumb is to say, wait a second. You know, I mean, I'm, as I'm, saying this is normal don't just let it go you know and you have to say uh we uh, you you know that's not an appropriate way to let me know whatever it is you're feeling you know let's find another way and let's talk about it now in the heat of the moment maybe you can't but you can come back to it later and and say you know 
you know generally how to talk respectfully to me and that sounded like really mean or really angry or you know and that means there's something that you're feeling that does not feel good to you that you want me to know about and and really sit down and let's talk and hear what your child says and and keep listening even after the fact um a, a way to think of it is that you know, the tone and the nature of the talk back is a communication of a feeling. And, and it's the parent's job to listen carefully and find a way to help the child put appropriate words to the feeling. Is there anything that we should be paying attention to when it comes to the setting or maybe events leading up to that moment? Um, you talked sort of about, um, you know, kids getting mad or, or maybe there's something outside force. I'm, I'm just thinking of um, like if we're not paying attention to them or maybe there's trouble at home and, you know, then they get to a sport practice or a sporting event and it comes out there. Um, is, there is there something we should be when that back talk does happen? Do we need to look back at, okay, what's happened over the past couple of hours or where are we geographically? Like, are we in a situation well, or, or an environment well, that they're not happy about? Sure. It's, you always need to look at the setting. And um, quite often, if they're feeling, well, if they're forced to do something they don't want to do, but um, it could be that they're at an event with older siblings and they feel left out. They're not the center of the show and the, the older siblings are the one the parents watching in the sports event or that if they're in the sports event, there are other kids that are um, quite competent and they're feeling inadequate or maybe another kid has uh, even in your family, another kid has said something to put down your the child you're concerned about and they don't tell you right away but it's stewing underneath and so you do have to be watching all those things and you also have to recognize that the feeling they're bringing may be related to something from school that you weren't there and that they're feeling anxious about a test that they're worried about uh, what another child said to them and um, you know the, the parent becomes the easiest person to it's not really dump the feeling on but bring the feeling to and the way they do it is by giving you the feeling you know and you you end up feeling like oh you know I, you know I'm, I'm feeling angry you know and it's well maybe my child's feeling angry about something I know you mentioned um, going back and talking later. I feel like in that moment, sometimes it's clash of the titans, no matter what age, whether it's a two-year-old who's talking back and then you say, yeah. you don't have to be that way. And then they, you know, start to cry or fight and maybe teenager, then it's just, it escalates into a more heated moment. When you do go back and, and talk to your child, and this might be age dependent um, on how you react. And if you say, hey, let's sit and talk. And I mean, I've heard kids of all ages say, well, I don't want to talk about it or or i don't know and they kind of shut down from there how do you get a kid to open up and especially depending on the age how do you get them to have that conversation with you well it's not easy but you you 
I think one one rule of thumb would be to always approach it in a way that it it says you you love your child and you think a lot of your child for instance saying you know you're usually such a kind person it's not like you to talk that way and uh, it makes me concerned because it means something's really bother you on the inside and um so they may not say anything and you can just say well i i hope that we can figure it out eventually so yeah it was a book i was you know like i said i mean he was i feel like he's he's so insightful and when you boil it down the back talk isn't just because this is basically grateful it's but something else is happening this is important where you get
And so, you know, not to scare any parent out there, but it's something to keep in mind that at that moment, is your child okay with this? Mm-hmm. You know, it, are they upset about something? And that's, it, it always worries me, like, what do, what is it that I don't know about what happened at school? Did somebody say something mean? You know, and I could stay up all night worrying about all of that kind of stuff. Um, so then, then my question is, how do you get it out of your system? And I like to like phrase it that, um, hey, this can happen. Right. Like, this is not a person I know. That means something different. Right. And, and it's amazing what, amazing, I mean, really amazing what can happen when you give it to the right person. If you just build it on them. And then I think it goes into the next thing, which is the accountability. Yes. Because this could be something that you can say, hey, you know, when you were saying really nice stuff and you were, hey, I'm going to tell my boss about this. I never do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? It's, there's, there's, there's something to be said for being accountable. But the time to, like, really stop yourself and say, okay, what did I do this for? Is the time that you just decide to be like, I'm just going to tell my boss that I did that. But it's not helpful in the long run. Like, yeah. he's, he's not really paying attention to that kid that you're actually dealing with. Right. We had a bad day. something's evil. How do you know it's not just like in that moment they're hungry, you know, that anger coming out. Or how do you know it's not like bullying situation? And she says it's it's hard to tell. The other night, you know, my my three-year-old, she's learning from her older sister. I mean, like just anybody who has multiple children knows that the oldest, you know, wasn't as roughed up as the youngest. Right. And so I was hugging her youngest and (laughs) the cute little tiny one. And I'm hugging her and she she goes, Get off of me, you little jerk. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I said, where did you learn oh that? <laughs> and she said, Millie. This is my middle. Oh, you know, and, and so I'm like, well, where did Millie learn that? You know, and, and they're clearly in that moment repeating something they heard from somebody else. So then I'm going back in my mind thinking, did I say you're a little jerk or is that from home alone? <laughs> right. Have you ever said, okay, how about this? Have you ever had a habit this kid walks like this or walks like this. Let's see if I can get him out of this. I think so. <laughs> and then you're literally in the closet walking like, okay, but is your dad? I, to me. Not to me. I, I am just, and then I bring it up and I'm like, guys, yeah. where did you hear that? And they're like, uh, it's not from the boys in the room. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then you're not from there. <laughs> right. 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 Well, you then can't avoid everything. But I know, <laughs> I know you've got me in a corner. Because I've I've heard like in that moment you're out having your fun so you know get off of me let's just use my <laughs> stay away from me you're a little jerk <laughs> let's say that was said in front of friends and family you know and me as a parent my style is excuse me for a second yeah. and I'm holding that arm pretty hard and I pull a little bit right come here <laughs> let's talk about are you do not talk to me that way are you and so I asked Barbara do you have to address it immediately because I've also heard if you can't go back I've heard. You know, when you go back and tell a kid, hey, you, you said this three hours ago and that wasn't okay, you know, I've heard from other people saying, you know, well, I got maybe forgot and they've moved on. They're not going to remember. And she said, no, they, they do remember that moment, like no matter when. And especially if it's at the right moment, finding the right moment to approach them, you know, if, if they are upset about something, maybe it's a cuddle time, 
over to the tree and it was falling down. I pulled him aside and say, hey, what happened there? And he's like, we don't touch it. We don't use those. And I asked her about, you know, like when we're doing words from other kids, you know, how do you, how do you say, you know, well, don't say that. That's a bad word. You know, I always have that fine line of like, you don't want to make it sound like the other kid is bad because then they go back to their parents and say something, you know, in their native English or literally like, I'm like, it's a small circle. Yeah. And that's totally fine. Mm -hmm. But, but, and I get it. It's the parents that raise these kids who who feel like they have the gender allowed to say they have a gender. And that's not okay in America. So that's not judging the kids. Natural progress, I, I, I feel a Jack's quote was, you know, you, you sit your child down and say, different people do different things in different ways, and it's not how you do it or how you raise them. And she said that that's okay. That is okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think she quoted You did it right. Oh, my God. You did it right. Yeah, that's that's it. hard. So it, it's a fine in that moment. It right. is. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm just really hoping this advice, I feel like everybody goes through it, no matter what degree. Um, I hope if you're going through it a lot, maybe something sparked in your brain here that as we're you know we are having some trouble with and it could be anything you know it could it could be not about i know we're going through like a home renovation and my daughter at first she was really worried about um she she was worried about how this house would look like and she cried about it and it's like no it's gonna look better but like you know there's something you never realize that upheaval in any way no matter how big or how small might be very this helps. I mean, again, it's anyway. Good, good, <laughs> good. Well, pass it along to all of your friends. Make sure that everybody knows, you know, the back talk isn't just a sassy phrase that there could be issues happening inside this little girl's head. Lindsay, thanks. It's always good to have you join me because I feel like we're always going through the same thing. I'm like, oh, shit, I have <laughs> talked about this. I'm going to learn some stuff today. Exactly. <laughs> and thanks to all of you for joining us on the Mom Squad Pod. We'll see you right back here next week. Thanks for listening to Mom Squad Pod with Maureen Kyle from WKYC Studios. Subscribe now so you never miss an update. And find more on everything you heard here on WKYC.com and on the WKYC app.